The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition. With Gary Ray, in our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today is January 27th already, 2015. I'm your host, Gary Ray, and joining me today, we have Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired. How are you doing this morning, sir? Good morning, Gary, and welcome to our great team. All right. We also have Jim Klug. He's the National Historian for the Military Order of the Purple Heart. How are you doing today, sir? Happy to join, and uh, always a great show, Gary. Thanks very much for having us. All right. You know, if, if everybody remembers last week's show, I announced that we had some event tickets for the uh, uh, Foles of Honor event in Orlando. Uh, well, by Wednesday morning, all those tickets to the Foles of Honor event were gone. The ones that the, they had it at the House of Blues, I'll tell you, this event again was first class, great food, music, free beer. <laughs> and everyone had a great time. You know this event goes on every year in January, so make plans on being there next year. Hey, guys, I feel like giving away something today. Uh, I want everybody to stay tuned. Later on in the show, I'm going to go ahead and give away the official Warner Brothers American Sniper T-shirt to two lucky listeners, so stay tuned. All right. How's that sound? Hey, all right. <laughs> all right. I'd like to remind everybody about the American Heroes Breakfast Club. It's starting to be something very, very big. It's lo- ours is located at the 1876 Heritage Inn in Orange City, Florida, in the Red Roof Cafe. Just show your picture VA card or a military ID, and you'll receive a free breakfast every Monday and Tuesday from 8 to 12 noon until further notice. So, Come on in, and, and every time you come, bring in, bring in another new vet. So come on down, get involved. We're looking for managers, supervisors to help out. Let's make the American Heroes Breakfast Club a huge success. This has all been made possible by First Class Merchant Services. Hey, Josh, thanks for caring about our veterans. We do have another American Heroes Breakfast Club affiliation located in Medford, Oregon. Though That's for your West Coast vets. Jim, why don't you tell them a little bit about Punkies? Absolutely, Gary, and uh, it's a great opportunity for veterans in Southern Oregon to meet at Punky's Diner. The food is first class, the service is first class, the fellowship is uh, enjoyed by over 50 veterans representing all branches of service and all wars each and every week, and it's a great opportunity. Our leader, and uh, we actually, uh, you know, call him our first sergeant, is Ron Cole. Ron uh, leads and guides us and puts out information that is really timely, and uh, there's going to be a little bit more about that coming up. But anyway, join us. If you're in Southern Oregon, there's one place to be Wednesday morning, and you, it starts on, kicks off at 8 o'clock in the morning, but you've got to get there early because 50 seats go real quick. All right. 
Oh boy! You know, <laughs> yeah, they they certainly do. I think you were standing at one time, weren't you? <laughs> well, we we go to Overflow most Wednesdays. Uh, it's such an enjoyable opportunity. You just can't believe it. All right. Well, yeah. just before we get to our guest, I have one more point of importance, and that's your driver's license, guys and women. Uh, don't forget, uh, go to your state. You can get a, a veteran designation, a V on your card. Uh, that's going to give you the discounts at these, such as Home Depot or, or Lowe's, and it's also going to allow you to get into parks, you know, all national parks, and, 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 and again, this is all by state, so check what you're stated. Also, fishing licenses, you won't need one if you have one of these in Florida, which is pretty cool. Pretty and, cool. I, and, and that's all you have to do is go down to the Driver's License Bureau, show them your DD-214, and uh, they'll add that V. But if you show them that you also have a birth certificate or a passport, you can get the gold star on your driver's license along with the V. And uh, that that just more or less is an extra point. You get a gold star on it. But, uh, you know, the, the <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I know you know a little bit more than I do about this, but uh, it is based uh, by state, so they should check with their state, correct? Absolutely, with the uh, driver's license since that is a uh, state-administered function uh, throughout the country. And uh, if it's available, uh, you could check with your Motor Vehicles Administration. Or even in, a, in each state, there is a, uh, a, uh, a, a, a Office of Veterans Affairs uh, at the state level. And they can also provide you with information uh, uh, with reference to the, uh, the veteran's device on the uh, driver's license. Right. And if you're fishing here in Florida and, and uh, they stop you and, and you just have your uh, VA card, oh boy, you're going to be ticketed. So, again, it, this is more important. Be sure to get that designation on your driver's license. The title of our show today is Wings for Warriors. Bill, you have the honor of introducing our guest. Thank you very much, and it is indeed an honor. T today, we have Anthony Amin. Anthony served as a U.S. Navy hospital corpsman from 2002 to 2010. In 2008, Anthony was severely wounded in a Taliban ambush while operating in Afghanistan with the 2nd Battalion, 7th Marines, First Marine Division. Anthony lost the lower half of his left leg and has since undergone more than 30 surgeries to save his right leg and to reconstruct his left hand. He is a Purple Heart recipient. He was awarded the Navy Marine Corps Achievement Medal with Combat Valor device, and two good conduct medals. In 2010, Anthony founded Wings for Warriors, a volunteer-driven 501c3 nonprofit organization that helps combat wounded Iraq and Afghanistan war veterans as they return home and transition into the realm of living with their disabilities. Wings for Warriors works to ensure that veterans receive the adequate health care and financial benefits that they are due. 
as well as building support and assistance from the local communities. As the founder and chief executive officer of Wings for Warriors, Anthony has made numerous keynote public speaking engagements across the United States and has made several national televised appearances, including CNN, NBC's Last Call with Carson Daly, National Geographic Channel, and many more. Anthony continues his personal recovery as he works to build Wings for Warriors to provide a helping hand to the many combat-wounded veterans nationwide dealing with their struggles along the road to recovery similar to his own. Anthony, welcome to our show today. Welcome, Anthony. Hey, thank you guys so much for that warm welcoming, and uh, I'm really glad that you guys would have me on. I appreciate that. All right. You're on just about every channel, huh? <laughs> I, I try. <laughs> All right. Well, Anthony, what... what Wow, someone calling me? But <laughs> what made you decide to create Wings for Warriors? Was- uh, in the midst of my recovery, um, is that people okay? Yeah, I'm wondering what the problem is there. Um, oh, it's okay. In the midst of my recovery, I was going through all these surgeries, and I had physical therapy, you know, counseling. I had to... You know, physical therapy in and of itself was just grueling. I had to do a lot of um, a lot of stretching and a lot of therapies and uh, you know arm bikes and leg bikes just to kind of get my body back in in motion. And uh, you know, coming from combat where you're you've got the most physical capabilities your your body can probably ever withstand or withhold, and then you become wounded and have all these surgeries, your body just becomes weak in multiple facets, and so. Uh, that on top of the uh, post-traumatic stress that I, that I had endured at that time in my life. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a difficult and dark time for me. On top of all of that um, and all the emotional struggle on top of it, I had to deal with, um, you know, case management who was poorly representing me at the time. And this is back in 2008 when there wasn't a lot of programs focused on the, the, the veterans' health care. And... What I was going through as a combat medic, as a, as a Navy corpsman, I, was, I know what it's like to provide adequate health care to my patients or to my Marines and sailors. And when that wasn't being done to me as a patient, um, it, it kind of it made me kind of adjust my, my mentality, my mode of thinking as far as why is this, why is this happening to me and why am I falling victim to... Uh, the bureaucracy of the Veterans Health Administration not getting the adequate health care and financial benefits that I was owed. You know, when a service member, let's say, loses a limb, X amount of dollars should be automatically given to that service member. Um, that's not always happening, and it didn't happen to me. I had a fight for my traumatic serviceman's group life insurance um, for the amount of surgeries I had, not only on my right leg, which was 28 roughly surgeries, and then uh, altogether, I think I've had a little over 32 surgeries. Um, and uh, I, I had a fight for Social Security. And this is the one that puzzles me the most, is I literally walk in there on a prosthetic leg. I'm wearing shorts. I have a, uh, a tailored spatial frame, a halo cast on my right leg to kind of mend the bones back together. And they can clearly see this as I'm wearing shorts walking in there using a cane. 
and I get denied Social Security as an amputee. And that's why it, it puzzles me the most, um, that particular benefit that I was uh, wrongfully denied. And, uh, and I had to remind Social Security almost on a monthly basis that my leg wasn't going to grow back. And, you know, some of the listeners might be laughing, and it is in a weird way funny, but it's, it's actually not funny if you think about it, because you know, after everything I went through, they're slapping me in the face. It's kind of like a disservice to me and for the service and sacrifice that I've given them. And uh, I had to take them to a congressional-level hearing after two years of fighting them uh, for, my, for my disability benefits, and uh, I ended up winning that case. And so when they back paid me, um, I took some of that money, and I'll get to another fundraiser later that was done in my hometown, but uh, my mom and dad also, on top of all that, wanted to be by my bedside for all those surgeries. You know, they're good parents, they're real supportive, and my, my brother as well. And so they would fly from Phoenix, Arizona to San Antonio, Texas, since I was getting my treatment at Brook Army Medical Center at the time and going through all of my recovery there. Uh, they wanted to fly. They were flying almost on a weekly basis back and forth. But they were also taking not only money out of their back pocket to pay for those flights, but they were also taking time off of work. So they were losing money left and right. I think after about 18 surgeries, total of eight months of traveling for my mom and dad, they spent over twenty thousand dollars. Wow, and that's so, that's unbelievable. So the church that I grew up in, Mountain View Lutheran Church here in Phoenix, they held a, a fundraising event for my mom and dad to kind of help pay for those flights, and they, they raised a little over $20,000. So whatever was left over from that fundraising event from the church and, and the, the, the amount of back pay that I received, the full amount of back pay that I received from Social Security, I put it into Wings for Warriors. That fundraising event was called Wings for Anthony at the church. And wow. since everyone liked the name so much, I decided to keep the name but tweak it a little bit. Now that Anthony was doing better in his recovery, I wanted to help other wounded warriors, so I decided to name it Wings for Warriors. That's phenomenal. If I uh, hold that thought, Anthony, we're just going to have a break here. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our local sponsors page to see the local businesses that support our veteran communities. Just be sure to support them back. I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill, Jim, and our guest, Anthony. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Anthony Amin from Wings for Warriors. And Jim, you had a comment about uh, what uh, Anthony just mentioned. Absolutely. And uh, Anthony, I, uh, I sit here as another combat wounded veteran uh, in your shadow. And I say that with absolute respect and honor given to you. I didn't lose limbs. I'm horrified that our system is so antiquated and so out of touch that you would stand there it, with the horrific traumatic loss to your body of losing limbs and that they wouldn't open up the door and fast track you and give you the services and benefits that you richly deserve and paid for with your all, virtually almost your life. How can that possibly be? And I think that segues right into exactly why you've started the Wings for Warriors. That's correct. First off, thank you for that compliment. Uh, you know, I respect all veterans and, uh, you know, you coming from the Vietnam era, you know, you guys weren't thanked enough, so thank you for your service also. Um, thank you. As, as for, you know, the Iraq and Afghanistan uh, generation of veterans, we have, you know, I think a little over 55,000 wounded warriors that have been combat wounded in Iraq as well as Afghanistan. And you got to think that's a, that's a big number. But for the VA... For Social Security Administration, uh, I'm sorry, but, but there needs to be a better system. Uh, they, they claim to be working on it. Uh, well, that, that's not good enough for us. Um, no, the the no. amount of work that we do, the amount of sacrifices that we put out there, not only in combat, but in garrison as well, you know, because we, we're, we're also sacrificing time away from our families, whether it be in training or, you know, school and whatnot for the military. So... Uh, when we're wrongfully denied something that should be a handout, just a, a flat-out give me, uh, it, it, it is very uh, frustrating, and it does anger a lot of veterans. And you got to think, uh, there's already a deep anger within you know, these vet combat veterans that come home with post-traumatic stress. <laughs> you can only imagine how much worse mm. that gets when they have to, you know, go through this convoluted process of obtaining their benefits that they shouldn't have to fight for. It's not a battle that they should be fighting. No. I agree. 100% agree. Definitely. Now, you know, with all this talk going on now, Anthony, uh, with organizations, I think um, um, this is something that always should be brought up. People, are, there's so many out there that, uh, you know, donate to a cause and, uh, you know, it goes into salaries, it goes into um, a lot of things. That it shouldn't. No, it should go there, but still, uh, a large percent of what comes in with all organizations should be going to help veterans. Okay, so basically, as far as uh, your organization goes, uh, uh, who receives a salary, or is this strictly a volunteer organization? I'm glad you asked that. Um, we are strictly a volunteer-driven nonprofit organization. I put countless hours in each day, each week. But I don't, I don't collect a salary. Um, there is, however, with any business, um, you know, a portion of resources that will help defray regular and standard operating costs. 
not only to strengthen but to grow the organization to fill its promise to the wounded warriors we serve through phone bills, going to Office Max, printing flyers, you know, little stuff like that along the way, of course, we're going to have to pay for out of pocket. But everything else goes straight to the wounded warriors and their families that we serve. Boy, boy, amazing. Congratulations, Anthony. That's, that's, a, that's a goal that uh, every organization needs to strive for. Yes. Well, thank you for that. Appreciate it. And, it, and I, I understand it's not a cheap route to go as far as, uh, you know, like you said, going to, going to uh, get copies or, or have a brochure made. It's not a cheap uh, road at all. Well, you and know, they have to, people ask me, how do you get paid? You know, because I say, well, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't collect a salary. They're like, well, how do you get paid? I've told someone in the past that I get paid in high fives and hugs from wounded warriors that I meet along the way. And, you know, getting to meet people like Carson Daly... And uh, Tim Abel with, uh, you know, National Geographic Channel and his show, Grateful Nation, when I got to go on an antelope hunt. I mean, that was how, that's how I get paid. Wow. Going to get, get to meet really cool people, sometimes celebrities. Um, you know, our first event, which I still haven't lived up to in four years, was the 38th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards. We were the guests of honor at that show, and I got to meet celebrities left and right, and I just had a blast. And the Wounded Warriors that I took on that trip had a blast also. And that's how I get paid. Yeah. Well, and Anthony, this is Bill, and I want to say to you, thank you for your service to this great country, and thank you for your consider, con, uh, continued service uh, to veterans. You know, this is all about veterans helping veterans, and I think this is going to be the foundation of us getting back to some semblance of order uh, for whatever that uh, might be. Uh, uh, Anthony, I believe the greatest void in our veterans community today is a lack of information. And I think it is what you're doing and other organizations such as yours will help to fill that void. Uh, We cannot put our full trust and hope in the government to solve all these things, even though the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs has the duty and the responsibility uh, to take care of these issues. The VA today, and it continues to be, our fathers, our great-grandfathers, and beyond uh, VA. It is not up-to-date. It's, it continues to operate on an urban concept where the great majority of our men and women who serve this great country now are coming from the rural and the remote areas and the difficulties that they go through in trying to get services, even just trying to understand what those services are. So what you do is needed, and it will continue to be needed, and I'm, I'm sure you recognize that. And I'd just like to know, if you're getting feedback from those that you help and assist in terms of the service that you are providing. Uh, I say that last part one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, if, you, if you're getting feedback from the veterans community, the oh. veterans that you've been able to assist to provide information, your organization and what you're doing in this effort. Yes, and thank you for that. Um, a lot of the wounded veterans that are reaching out, uh, oftentimes it's actually not even a wounded veteran that's reaching out. It's usually their spouses. Um, uh, a lot of these uh, spouses are, are, you guys know as well as I, are caregivers, and they're having to quit their day jobs to focus on the health care of some of these uh, severely disabled uh, combat veterans. And 
they're stay-at-home moms on top of it. I mean, these, these women, uh, I God bless them for, for everything they do for their husbands. And A, sticking by their side is, is yep. probably key and crucial. But, but on top of that, they're, they're really making a big sacrifice just as much as their spouses did. And they'll reach out to us. And they'll explain to me, my husband, and I'm not giving a specific instance here. I'm just, for example, say, uh, they'll call and say, my husband's severely disabled. He's paralyzed. He also has a traumatic brain injury. Um, we've been denied X, Y, Z. Can you help us? Or we need X, Y, Z. Can you help us? When I, yeah, if I can help them, I will. Um, I'll either pass them along to a volunteer you know, I have a very large database in my LinkedIn. I, I love using LinkedIn. It's like a big Rolodex for me. I'll reach out to different counties, different uh, cities, and finding case management or veteran service organizations uh, across the country, whether it be through the American Legion, the VFW, or the, uh, the, the DAV. Those three in particular are, have been, for the last couple of years, really doing a good job of stamping their name to a veteran's uh, paperwork as far as getting them the adequate health care and financial benefits that they deserve. So given that those are larger nonprofits than mine, the small grassroots nonprofit, we work closely together, and I, I don't mind passing along a, a veteran or a caregiver to other nonprofits that are doing a decent job of uh, making sure these guys are, are getting the, the benefits that they deserve also. And so the feedback, just getting back to your question, the feedback that I'm getting is that the Veterans Health Administration is probably the number one issue for combat wounded or disabled veterans. Um, we all know the health care scandal that was whistleblowed here in Phoenix, and then we found out that it's not just a scandal going on at the Phoenix VA, but it's going on in VAs that's scattered across the country. This has been going on for generations. This is not something that's just been unveiled. I mean, this is... They've been hiding things left and right for years, and I know the government has a hand in that. I'm trying to be careful with my words here since I'm on the air, but at the same time, at this point, I don't care. Uh, what we do as veterans uh, serving the U.S. government, uh, we, we have an expectation when we come home, and when we come home, uh, we need the U.S. government to protect us just as much as we did them, you know? That's true. I agree. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. <laughs> Sometimes no. my temper can get to me when I talk about this because it is a touchy subject and I am uh, yeah. I'm falling victim to it. I'm a, I'm a wounded veteran that came home and was denied uh, benefits from the U.S. government and so yep. I'm just trying to help other veterans along the way that are going through a similar struggle. Well, well, uh, Anthony, just to amplify what you uh, just said and from the healthcare side uh, with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and again, as I mentioned about the uh, the the void of information in the veterans community. We've got about twenty two point five point seven million veterans in the country today, uh, and to get health care, as you are aware, you must be enrolled in the uh, in the VA's health care system. Now, uh, as simple as that sounds, many of our men and women uh, are not aware. Of that, and there's there's two ways basically that you can become enrolled. You can do it online, or you can go into a VA medical center, and even into a CBOC, a community-based outpatient clinic, and 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 and, uh, and, and get that uh, en enrollment. Uh, but uh, of the 22 million plus veterans 
in this country today, Anthony. Only about 8 million of them are enrolled in the system. So you can see the vastness in the numbers there uh, in terms of the number of veterans we have and the number that we have in, uh, uh, enrolled. And there begins the problem that you're talking about in getting the access. Because if you don't know that you've got to be enrolled in the system when you come to the VA, initially they're not going to serve you. Nope. All right. Exactly. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. So, gentlemen, hold that thought. And here's what I mentioned earlier. How would you like to win in the official Warner Brothers American Sniper T-shirt? Uh, we're going to make this real, real super simple. That's all you're going to have to do is send me a definition. Now, grab your pen and pen, paper and pen because this is the word I'm looking for. It's called limpidity. It's L-I-M-P-I-D-I-T-Y. Again, L-I-M. P-I-D-I-T-Y. Send that definition to sniper at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. The first two with the correct answer and definition will win the American Sniper T-shirt. Be sure to include your contact information. You know, gentlemen, there's a lot of great things that's starting to happen here at the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. There's going to be giveaways, contests, coupons, and the best way to stay updated and to get on our contact list Right on your phone, text the word HERO, that's H-E-R-O, again, H-E-R-O, HERO, to 80464, that's 80464. I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill, Jim, and our guest, Anthony. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Good luck. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Anthony, from Wings uh, for Warriors. And, Anthony, you have some events coming up, or what's going on? Yep. We have a lot of exciting stuff going on uh, this Wednesday, January 28th at Shadow Mountain High School here in Phoenix, Arizona. 
is going to be the 10th annual Wounded Warrior Amputee football game. They play against, it's a bunch of amputee combat veterans that are playing against NFL alumni uh, in a flag football game. Snoop Dogg, the rap star, is going to be performing at halftime. And I'm honored to be taking uh, several wounded warriors to that game on Wednesday. Uh, a friend of mine, Dennis Lieber, gave me some tickets that were donated to him, and he donated them right to me. And I thought that was so cool of him. And so we're going to do that. And the Wounded Warrior Amputee football team was actually founded by Jacob Schick, who's a combat wounded veteran himself. Jacob Schick actually starred in the movie American Sniper. He was one of the wounded warriors that was, uh, that was in that movie, since we are just talking about that film. Um, some other stuff we have going on is uh, we're partnering up with Arizona State University. This is one I'm really proud of. We're working on... We've partnered with Professor James Schrake at Arizona State University uh, for a PTSD case study. The interesting part of this case study, gentlemen, is uh, uh, we're, we're partnering with some of their undergrads, pre-med, social workers, there's physicians, anthropologists, and, as well as architects. Now, the interesting part is why would there be architects in a case study for PTSD? Well, we're focusing on the healthcare environment that these wounded veterans are going to. So let's just say you're walking into a VA hospital and it's very chaotic, it's very noisy, it's very much overstimulating for someone that suffers from post-traumatic stress. This particular case study, we're trying to figure out if we can create a utopic healthcare system for combat veterans. And it's really amazing some of the things that we've been coming up with. So uh, stay tuned for more on that. We, we literally kicked that off last week. It's going to be going on for two months, and so at the end of this two-month period, I hope that uh, on our website, you know, people can check out the case study and see how they can help us further. We're also partnering with Say I Won't Clothing. They're creating some awesome T-shirts for Wings for Wearers, and we're going to be creating an our, you know, our gear tab on our website so people can go shop online and uh, add some T-shirts to a cart and kind of uh, a way of donating, if you will. We're also partnering with Ortega Premium Cigar Company. They hand-rolled in Nicaragua Wings for Warriors cigars, <laughs> which I just think is awesome. Uh, that there's, you know, cigars that have Wings for Warriors uh, labels on them. And 50% of proceeds from the Ortega Wings for Warriors cigars are going to be directly um, benefiting Wings for Warriors uh, through that fundraising campaign. So we're really excited for that. Uh, we have a local food truck festival each year here in Phoenix. It's put on by the Salt River Fields. We've been the beneficiary the last three years, and uh, they have about 25,000 people attend this event, over 50 food trucks from across the country, live music, bouncy houses for the kids, and other uh, family fun activities. Um, in May, we're going to be partnering with Doc James Cigar Lounge in Shrub Oaks, New York, for a golf tournament that's going to be at the Donald Trump Hudson Valley Golf Resort. And uh, lots of good stuff to come out of that. We're um, working with Tea Time on our website so that people can uh, sign up for their twosomes and foursomes, and they got a lot of awesome prizes. Uh, perhaps even the Mercedes-Benz will be the hole-in-one prize. We're still kind of waiting on that. And then lastly, we have, uh, uh, for the fourth year in a row now, West Point Military Academy in West Point, New York. Uh, they hold a Wounded Warrior Cigar Herb barbecue, and it's basically a bunch of cigar aficionados smoking cigars, telling war stories, and uh, basically uh, donating uh, a lot of funds. So this is our biggest event of the year, 
biggest fundraising event of the year. That will be held on Saturday, August 5th, from 10 to 8 p.m. in West Point, New York. And all of that is really just exciting for us. So it should be a good year for Wings for Warriors. That's beautiful. beautiful. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of the uh, SMGA, the uh, uh, Salute Military Golf Association? No, I had not. Okay. There might be an organization to get linked up with. Uh, they they have uh, uh, a golf, uh, these uh, they use the different uh, uh, greens around the nation, including last this year. Their last one was all the way in uh, uh, Hawaii. But uh, they are an organization, and they have a lot of disabled veterans. Uh, Bill, you know a little bit about them, don't you? Yeah, great organization, and they do a lot of great things to uh, help and assist uh, uh, veterans in raising funds, and uh, I think you're absolutely correct, uh, Gary. That would be a great organization for Anthony uh, to become connected with. Yeah, they have a, a lot of disabled, and, and again, they they help out too. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, if you really want to know how to golf uh, and or learn how to golf, uh, they even have uh, prosthetics that uh, will help you. Uh, you know with the game of golf. So uh, it might be something to check into. Beautiful. Okay, great. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, uh, tell us about, you have any idea about more events that are happening? It sounds pretty exciting, the events that you already have planned, but do you have something uh, that you didn't tell us about coming up uh, in the, maybe uh, halfway through the year? Or? You know, I'm trying to think. Did I tell you something that I'm forgetting? <laughs> well, no, no, not at all. I was just I, on the top of my head. I think I just told you everything that I could. Uh, um, the case study is one that I'm really excited about, gentlemen, because yeah, they're they're focusing on, and I don't want to take too much time away from anything else, but the, the Veterans Health Administration and how they have their their clinics and their hospitals designed, architecturally speaking, um, are outdated. And you mentioned the word outdated earlier. Um, not only is their system outdated, but their clinics and their just the way that they're built are outdated. And a lot of these hospitals are just super old. And uh, what they could be doing at one point is redesigning them to accommodate the mental health needs of these patients and making it more relaxing. I don't know if you guys have ever gone to a massage, you know, like Massage Envy or one of those places and get a massage. Well, when you walk into there, it's they have ambient music playing, very soft, relaxing music. The lights are lit, are, are dim. Um, then they have uh, superb customer service. And that's one thing, that's one key crucial thing that is being lacked out of the, uh, the healthcare environment for, for veterans as they come home and have to deal with their disabilities in the VA healthcare system is, uh, you know, like in the military, last name, last four. How about, yeah. hey, Anthony, how are you doing? How's your family doing? Okay, remind me your social real quick. They, they don't do that. And, and it's just, uh, we're not in the military anymore. So as far as this last four, last name thing, uh, that's just one small, small, minute thing that they can uh, maybe do to tweak. Because as civilians, we expect good customer service. And I, I think that they're lacking that. Anthony, I would agree, I agree. with that, uh, Anthony. Yep. And, I, and I think one of the big things in terms of dealing with the mental health concerns today is to be able to get uh, our, uh, our wounded warriors to be able to relax. Uh, the, the calmness, and I think it's that calming effect 
that I hear from you and that I see that's necessary that where we need to be moving in that direction. And one of the things in the vet centers now that they are, are pushing uh, very hard is getting our wounded warriors to get involved in yoga. I've heard about that. Yes. Definitely. There's uh, there's yoga. There's transcendental meditation. There's yes. equine therapy with horses. There's art. There's music therapy. I mean, there's all kinds of very relaxing things that, uh, uh, you know, it's funny. I took my girls fishing for the first time, uh, I don't know, about a week ago, and we had a blast. And I was thinking, wow, this is a fun activity with the kids, and I was so super relaxed. And so uh, I'm going to keep going fishing, because, and I haven't gone in years, guys, but uh, I just... Sat, it kind of was taken back by how quiet, it, how quiet it was, how calming it was, and, you know, putting the bait on the, on the line and teaching my daughters how to fish I thought was just real relaxing and calm. And I think that, well, that's, that might be something else available to guys out there is, is just fishing, you know. It certainly is the new direction, Anthony. And just very quickly, uh, as a, a segue, which is a part of this, I'd like for you to explain briefly, because I know our time is getting short, the connections that you are seeing now in your work with those veterans who are returning with post-traumatic stress in this terrible uh, experience that we're having with veteran suicides now. Right, and thank you for for doing the segue, because it's important. Uh, Post-traumatic stress, um, as we all know, can lead to, you know, suicidal tendencies, homicidal tendencies, and, you know, just from a personal level, uh, you know, I lost uh, 19 Marines, one sailor in combat uh, with 2-7, second, second, you know, 2-7. And when we return, since, since I think 2009, we've lost an additional 16 uh, Marines or sailors to suicide. And one of which was Clay Hunt. Uh, he actually served with 2-7, with my unit. Uh, and Clay Hunt was the one that his parents got with uh, Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America, and they went and tried to push the bill, the Suicides Act bill, with Congress. And was it passed or was it not? That's one thing I need to... Do you guys know? I don't. I, don't, I, don't. I, uh, I, I think it was passed, and... Gary, uh, that, I think, had some connection with an earlier program that we were doing with Wounded Warriors, you might recall. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. They, they, passed, okay. they passed it, yes. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't gotten the latest update on that. But either way, he was one veteran that I served with. Uh, I did not know him personally, but uh, I just know that he served with my unit. And, uh, you know, veteran suicides, I think it's at 22 per day. I'm sure it's probably more than that. Uh, just that, that I think just the statistics that they're gathering as of right now, it's estimated 22 veterans per day are committing suicide. How many of those suffer from post-traumatic stress? I would say the good majority. Um, but, but are these guys getting counseling? Are they, are they talking about their issues with their friends, their families, or their spouses? You know, do they have domestic violence issues? Do they have financial issues? Why aren't they going to get the help that they need? A lot of these veterans that end up committing suicide, their families, friends, and spouses say they never asked for help. They never went and got treatment. Or it's just the opposite. Some of these veterans are getting treatment, and they are asking for help. And then they don't get the help that they need, and they end up killing themselves. And that's that's a big issue. And especially 
the amount of honor that a veteran holds, not only to do their job, but to be the men and women that we are. Um, you know, suicide is inexcusable. And um, I hate to say that a lot of good friends of mine have committed suicide. And so it's definitely something that I'm, I'm, I know is important. And I don't have an answer. That would be the million-dollar answer, and I don't have it. Um, uh, but uh, I would like for my voice to be heard as far as what can we do to better support those in need who are suicidal. And a hotline that you call isn't the answer. It's not, the, it's not, it's not helping, and we need to figure out what is going to help even more so than just providing a phone number. Correct. Now, again, that you, 22 vets a day, that's the statistics there, but also we have another 17, 18 that are active military that take their own lives every day. So we're talking, you know, up in the 40s uh, every single day. So we need to fix this. We're going to take a quick break. Of course, there's no such thing as a quick break, but uh, <laughs> grab, a, grab a pencil and paper. Uh, you too, Anthony, this might help you. You said you're opening a store on your website. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsor, First class merchant services if you own a business and are interested in saving money on your merchant services call josh at first class merchant services at 407-401-0772 that's 407-401-0772 that he is national and i guarantee he'll save you money don't forget to go to our american facebook page and like us i'm gary ray along with bill jim and our guest anthony you're listening to the american heroes network radio powered by voice america and the variety channel and we'll be right back Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. 
Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Anthony, from Wings for Warriors. And, uh, uh, Jim, you had a comment uh, at during break. Well, uh, Anthony, you're uh, certainly our point man, and I say that again with the highest level of respect that uh, I can possibly pass to you. There are veterans out there that I know are uh, having difficulties and challenges and having been where you've been. How do they access you, and, and uh, how can you integrate them into the benefits that you've discovered already? Sure, and I appreciate you, you saying that. Um, when you say point man, I feel like that's kind of what I am. I'm a big networker, and... Um, I, re- I return back to LinkedIn. Uh, I, I am on LinkedIn. If someone wants to find me on there and ask me a personal question, or it, you know, I'm also available online at wingsforwarriors.org. There you can find our, our email address, info at wingsforwarriors.org. And you can ask me questions. Any email that comes in, I'm going to see it. If it's not me that responds to it, you know, if you want to put Anthony and put attention Anthony or attention the founder, I will, uh, I will take a look. Every, every combat wounded veteran or caregiver that reaches out to me, I always respond to. Um, sometimes when I get flooded, it might take a few days, but I will get back to you. Um, and if you stress the urgency of your, difficult, uh, your difficulty or your challenge, uh, then it might be put on a priority list. We have um, a bunch of issues right now that, that we're trying to help tackle for wounded vets. Uh, benefits is one thing that is going to be an ongoing mess and struggle for combat wounded veterans. So if you are a combat wounded warrior and you're in need of finding out what resources and what benefits are available to you um, or your family for that matter, let me know and I'll guide you in the right direction. If I can't help you, I will at least point you in the right direction or get you in touch with somebody that I know will take good care of you. And uh, as for the families, there are a lot of resources out there for families, uh, just specifically speaking, families. And if, if you're a caregiver and you're going through some emotional, uh, you know, t- times, yeah, then even though that's not something that I specifically do, I can still put those spouses or caregivers in the right direction. Beautiful, beautiful. And Anthony, how can <clears throat> how can each one of us help you to help others? Sure. I always tell people a donation is the best way to help because I know all the little things that I need to do to make the organization run. Um, It's the quickest and easiest way to help. However, if someone wants to do more than a donation, if they want to donate their time, uh, if they want to do some pro bono services for us, if they have a specialty that they have as a profession and they want to donate some of their time and some of their hours to my charity, Wings for Warriors, that would be huge. And uh, I had a female yesterday who specializes in marketing and she seems to do a phenomenal job at it she's creating uh she's creating an email and and marketing campaign for us uh just free of charge just because she wants to help and i think that that's huge and that's more than a donation because of all the donations that will probably come out of that campaign so uh you know if you want to if you want to say goodbye to starbucks for a week and donate ten dollars that would be huge uh there's so many different ways but one way i will tell people to direct them to us Go to our website, which is www.wingsforwarriors.org. On there, you'll find the How to Help tab. We have a map with several different areas that we've held volunteer presences at and we've held fundraising events at. If one of those locations is nearby you, please reach out to us and we'll guide you in how you can support us further. All right, beautiful. 
Now, Anthony, uh, that brings up a point, uh, what you just talked about about a minute ago, about uh, the females. Uh, about female vets, uh, how are they reacting to um, uh, Wings for Warriors? You know, it's funny you ask that. I, someone asked me that the other day also. There's, the only females, really, that have been reaching out are caregivers and spouses, um, or maybe a mother of, um, you know, if it's a single wounded warrior who uh, doesn't have a wife or, you know, doesn't have a, a girlfriend or whatnot, then a lot of times m- mothers will reach out. As far as female combat veterans or just female veterans, I'm not getting a lot of, uh, of requests. And I'm, not yeah. sure, I'm not sure what. Well, we've we've always had that problem. And again, it's it's uh, probably the issues that they face. Uh, uh, you know, we we had a handful on, and somebody might be able to talk to. Uh, uh, Jim, you know you know who I'm talking about, uh, Buckingham. Yes, uh, Wendy, Wendy. Wendy Buckingham. Buckingham. She's Military. a Purple Heart recipient, also. Wendy's uh, Anthony, and uh, gosh, it's Wendy Buckingham is our uh, point lady, and uh, she was wounded also in uh, our. Afghanistan, Iraq, and um, she's uh, busy, and I mean really busy, connecting the dots uh, for our combat-wounded uh, female veterans. And uh, she's a great resource, and she can be found on purpleheart.org. Yes. Okay, great. And she's I appreciate you guys' help with everything. And if anyone else just wants to maybe follow us and kind of get a better feel for us before they make a donation or before they, you know, call us to help further, um, they can follow us on Twitter or they can like us on Facebook. And uh, we're also on LinkedIn as well. All right. We only have a couple of minutes left. And, Anthony, it was a pleasure having you on our show. Absolutely. And what would you like to share with our listeners in closing, Anthony? Well, for, for those that didn't serve, thank you goes a long way. But asking yep. us more about our service goes a little further. And ask us about the experiences. Ask us what it was like in training and what the camaraderie was like. Thank you. It says what it, it is what it is. Uh, we appreciate the thank you. But if you were to just talk to us more about our service, ask us questions, let us kind of dive within and share those experiences with you, I think that would go a little bit further than a handshake. Um, I've just heard this from a lot of veterans, a lot of combat veterans that I've served with. And we appreciate, you know, when people say thank you. But when we actually get to talk and share our experiences and stories with you, I think that's when it might be a little bit more um, appreciative. Right. Bill? Anthony, thank you very much for your service to the country and what you continue to do. And we look forward for you to continue doing that. And on a very light point, Anthony, since you're in the Phoenix area, Give us your prediction for the Super Bowl winner this week. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know who's playing. I don't follow right. football. I'm a baseball guy. Jim, Jim, we only we'll forgive you for that. Okay, <laughs> Anthony. God bless your efforts. And, yeah, God bless you guys. I really appreciate it. All right, simplify. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And yes, you can hear all the archive shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off. And thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. 
please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red.